Uh, Yesenia, it's already the second, the second week of 2024, and I am officially over it. <laughs> Damn, dude, we just started. We just started, and I just got the worst news possible. What's Literally, the worst news? minutes before we started to record, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, it's heartbreaking. I, I don't even know if I can bring myself to say this out loud because it is just so fresh in my mind. <sighs> Unfortunately, John Morant will undergo season ending shoulder surgery <laughs> after only playing six games. <sighs> it was a good run while it lasted. And just like that, the Grizzly season is basically over. You know what's funny is I am such a non-basketball fan that I forgot basketball existed, that I forgot it's currently going on. And this could not have come at a worse time. We've got the Martin Luther King Jr. game coming up, Yesenia, on the 15th. Oh, my God. Can't believe it. Memphis isn't going to play. Well, I mean, Memphis is still going to play, but... John Morant isn't going to play in the game. <laughs> he won't play any more games. <laughs> uh, How are you taking this news? Uh, not well. Not well. Just when I thought the Grizzly season could get somewhat back on track, they pulled out uh, a good win over the Suns, who are a very good team. They pulled out a good win against the Lakers, who are going through some struggles right now. Uh, they've got Dallas tomorrow, and I think New Orleans on the other side of that. Um, and, of course, we have the rest of the season. It's going to be a pretty rough go. So, uh, not looking forward to it, but um, I I think I'll manage. I, I think I'll manage. You're so brave. I'm just kidding. I won't manage. This is fucking terrible. And I, oh, my God, I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed we were right there. We were going to... Uh, Anyway, this is totally unrelated to today's soft-boiled. Uh, today's soft-boiled are uh, things we should leave behind in 2023, and I'm ready to throw myself off a bridge in 2024. So here we go, Ace, take it away. You are now tuned in to the Soft-Boiled Podcast with DeAndre and Yesenia, your one-stop shop for all things relationships. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Something you should leave in 2023 is how upset you'd be getting over these games. Look, Yesenia, uh, it's it's just, you know, just, I don't have a lot of things, but I need to have this, okay? I need to have this. You know, I feel it. I'm a Raider fan from the moment we were in L.A., from when we were in Oakland, to when we were in L.A., to when we were in Oakland, to when we were in Vegas, to when we were in Oakland, to when we were in L.A., because I'm sure it's going to keep rotating amongst three cities. <laughs> um, yeah, the readers just cannot find a steady home. No, we cannot find a steady home, except Oakland really was their home. Anyways, being a Raider fan has been the most stressful and devastating parts of my life. For anybody wondering why I'm a Raider fan... It was a birth thing. Like, I was birthed into it. Do I have any regrets? Uh, maybe. But, honestly, this used to be on my Hinge profile. Um, I would put, like, something that I think is, like, something you should know about me or something like that. I think that was a prompt. I was like, I'm a Raider fan. I've had the, ta- the same top five Spotify artists for the past six years. I don't know about you, but that sounds like loyalty to me. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. Sports. Uh, um, moving on from the topic of sports, uh, today's topic, I mentioned it very briefly, uh, is going to be uh, courtesy of good old, everyone's favorite website, good old BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is 15 common habits and societal quote unquote norms that should no longer be acceptable when 2024 arrives. This article is obviously written uh, on the tail end of 2023. Um, but of course it is topical since the year just started. Uh, and I haven't looked at this list too much. I know you have when I sent it to you and you said a few of these things, uh, um, piss you off. So, uh, I'm interested to see, 
to see what they are and delve deeper into uh, as to why they uh, make you so uh, angry. Yeah, at first glance, I was like, oh, okay, like some of these just sound really stupid, just kind of like preferential. But man, oh man, there were some of them that I was like, I cannot to go into 2024 still having this be a thing. Um, of course, it's a bigger conversation for the other bozos who keep engaging in these behaviors. But at least we can start by talking about it. Um, and before we get into it, I was realizing and kind of reflecting on the last episode I wanted to correct myself if I have a quick opportunity to do so. Oh, she's got an, um, an addendum. I think that's what I they do call have those. an addendum. Uh, in the last episode, I was talking about a book that I was reading, and I said it was about internal family systems. Um, I was explaining two books at once. So, yes, No Bad Parts is a book about internal family systems. This other book, I don't really know if it's a book. It's more like uh, uh, like scholarly articles that have been printed out and binded together. So it's not really a book. It's just uh, like information that I got during grad school. That one is about external family systems, which there are two very big differences in the two. Um, but yes, I am reading the book, No Bad Parts. It is about internal family systems, but that is about specifically like... The pieces within us that we deem as bad parts, the ugly parts, the parts we don't really want people to see, the parts that we keep hidden, um, how those pieces are like internalized and how we look negatively on those things. And this book really does teach us how to get to know those pieces of ourselves, embrace those pieces of ourselves, and actually can like maximize like what those things uh, can like help us with and teach us. So that was my bad. Uh, our last podcast was definitely one where I was like, oh, like I need to get back into the groove of podcasting. Um, so in case you were a little confused, if you read the book, I apologize. Uh, I'm glad I'm able to correct myself, though, because I hate giving out false information. So I apologize. Hey, we appreciate you uh, catching yourself and making the correction uh, all good in the hood, as the young kids say. Uh, but Back to this list. Yeah, we're on to bigger and better things. Uh, this list, again, 15 common habits and societal norms that should no longer be acceptable in 2024. Starting off this list, uh, number one, subscription services. Subscription services uh, says they'll keep they'll keep replacing a single upfront purchase. It's a shame. Uh, this one... I will say subscription services and Netflix, I'm specifically talking to you. Y'all are getting so motherfucking expensive that I'm going to go back to basic ass cable because basic cable will be cheaper than all my streaming dev, uh, platforms put yeah. together. Isn't it crazy how everyone wanted uh, everything a la carte? They wanted, uh, you know, the content that they wanted right then and there on demand and you know for a while it was good for like four or five years it was good we were getting netflix amazon hulu espn abc paramount max all these streaming services right it was all cool they were cheap they were affordable they were coming out with with good even great content every we were all we were winning the consumers were winning but mm -hmm. now we are at a point where they're all raising their prices they're mm -hmm. putting ads in the low tier uh, version so they make you subscribe to the higher tier version without ads thus mm -hmm. driving up uh you 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 subscribe to let's say netflix and hulu and then you got max maybe you have an espn plus account uh next thing you know you look up and you're paying the same the same prices as you were for cable mm -hmm. um and it's 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 all become just way too much now and I'm not going to sit here and say that this is what we asked for, because it is absolutely not what we asked for. We asked for cheaper options for our viewing habits. But now you've taken advantage uh, of us and our our goodwill to give you our money. Um, you've taken an inch and now you've we've given you an inch. Now you've taken a mile, so to speak. Exactly. And. So Netflix is actually raising their prices, their basic ass prices to twenty four ninety nine. I think it is. 
I'm paying for ESPN, Hulu, and Disney Plus for $24.99, and that's without ads. Mm-hmm. And that combo, I don't really you use ESPN Plus except for was it this past weekend? No, two weekends ago with the um the Lions and the Cowboys game, which the Lions should have won, but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> um, that app came in clutch for us to watch that game. Um, but I will say that is a great price for the three app. And even if they raise it a dollar, you're still paying about seven to eight dollars. No, like eight bucks per app, almost nine yeah. per app, which is still a good fucking price. But it's like Netflix, y'all want us to pay almost fucking $30 for one app and y'all Netflix's movies qualities have gone down first of all Netflix movies used to be the shit Netflix originals used to be the shit now they're just basic fucking trash ass movies I'm really fucking pissed because my favorite show on HBO Max and that's the only reason why I was paying for HBO Max was the show Warrior but they dropped it on HBO Max and Netflix picked it up And I'm, like, irritated because that show is so fucking good. Like, it's in my top five shows. I love how they really diversified the Asian cast, how fucking natural and just, like, optimistic and also opportunistic these actors had to, like, engage in their stunts and engage in their culture and learn more about San Francisco history. I mean, yes, it's dramatized, but it's pretty fucking accurate to, like legit events that happened in terms of like san francisco the chinese immigration uh the creation of modern day police in san francisco and the racism behind san francisco police department and the fact that netflix picked it up like i'm hoping they still do the show due diligence but i'm not paying 24 dollars just to watch that show because hbo max i think i'm paying a hundred bucks a year but that's a year yeah so if you break that down into 12 months that's not that much. Yeah, and it's also gotten to the point where there's so much content out there now that the industry kind of cannibalizes itself because there are a lot of good to even great TV shows out there that it's hard to watch everything because everyone will say, uh, oh, these, these shows over here are great and these shows over there are great, but there's not, just, just not enough time to watch uh, all these great tv shows and I'm, and I'm sure like i get recommended shows all the time for you know squid game came out and even before that game of thrones for a long time game of thrones was like the biggest show on tv i just i there's so much stuff out now that i i do not have the time to watch anything anyone recommends me unless it's an anime uh so and i and i tell this to people all the time to their face if you recommend me a show i am not going to watch it so do not waste your time it also doesn't help that because we have so many apps the separation of content gets lost in the sea uh that we have to navigate because uh you have shows on Netflix, you have shows on Max, you have shows on Hulu, you have shows on Prime, you have shows on this, you have shows on that. It's hard to keep track of what show is on what app. So whenever someone recommends me a show for a service that I don't have, I just go, well, I guess I'm just never watching it. You know, sure, yeah. I could I could pirate it, I guess, but I don't care to. <laughs> I never had plans to watch your show anyway but if i even had the slightest uh inkling or interest in watching it well that just went out the window because i don't have whatever service you're you're trying to pedal <laughs> you're trying to pedal to me yeah i really wish i would have started watching anime a lot sooner so for those that don't know or haven't really listened to the ramen raiders uh simmering with ramen raiders podcast i started watching anime in 2022 uh that's when we went to the tahoe trip i want to say or like the reno trip um but i started watching anime then and like fell in love and realistically kind of the only shows i watch now are anime so if any crunchyroll employees are listening please 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 do not raise your prices to ridiculous prices yeah that's like the one app that has stayed consistent with their prices and i'm so thankful for that yes i wish they kind of had like a family plan ish that like allows like multiple people to have their own profiles or whatever i don't know if they actually do that i've never actually looked um without the whole nonsense of like if you live in different houses you have to pay for different prices shout out to netflix for ruining this idea of sharing passwords 
anyways, I'm not going to talk shit about Netflix anymore. Um, but yeah, I really just watched that. And then on Hulu, I watch How I Met Your Mother. It's my ride or die show. So um, Disney Plus, I just kind of have it just because I like the Star Wars. And I'll rewatch the Marvel shows or uh, Marvel movies. But other than that, I think for the most part, like, I don't use any other streaming apps anymore. Yeah, for me, it's it's just Hulu or Die at this point. Hulu or Die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on to, to number two. This one this one upsets me as, as, as being someone who uses the internet quite a bit. Uh, number two, uh, accept all cookies as the only option. No, thank you. I don't want to be tracked by your fucking website and getting uh ads peddled to me catered to the websites that i'm going to i don't want to do it and i think that makes what cookies mean that's pretty much what it means yeah what i never knew that well this is what happens when you don't read the fine print i didn't know what cookies were yeah and then they make it hard for you to not accept cookies because then it'll take you to a whole other web page and um they make you uncheck all these boxes uh like i don't i don't want to be fed this alert i don't want to be fed this ad and all this other bullshit um so here uh i just googled real quick what are cookies cookies are small pieces of text sent to your browser by a website you visit they help that website remember your information about your visit which can both make it easier to visit the site again and make the site more useful to you so basically, yeah, the site is just collecting info uh, on you. And they and every single website, pretty much, uh, when you first go onto a website, you know, it's it's at the bottom. It says, uh, this website, uh, you know, has cookies. Do you want to accept? If you just hit accept, it, you know, it goes away forever. You never have to see it again. But if you don't, then you have to take it to another web page, uncheck this, uncheck that. And, and they make it, they make it pretty annoying no i shouldn't say annoying they make it inconvenient which is why most people just hit accept and just go on about their day because they don't want to deal with the hassle of being taken to another web page they just want to read whatever article they're reading or view whatever page they want to view uh in that time and then move on about their day okay that makes a lot of sense yeah. and that's probably also why i'm like oh it's these websites that are listening when really it's probably just me not browsing correctly <laughs> You know, funny enough, uh, me and my coworker the other day were talking about, uh, well, he was talking to me about going on uh, keto. Uh, him and his family mm -hmm. have a challenge. Uh, and he's like, uh, uh, like a losing weight challenge. Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go on uh, keto. I did it last year. I got lost 20 pounds. And I, I mentioned, of course, you know, oh, huh, that sounds cool. I might actually get on keto, which I, I think I am going to probably start keto sometime soon. Uh that's another episode. I actually hate the keto diet, but I'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, and sure enough, two days later, I start getting asked for for pre prepped keto meals and keto right protein. Time. And I was right like, on time. I was like, yep, there it is. Of course, they're always listening. Uh, number three. This is more so, I guess, for females or I guess people that wear this style of clothes. I don't. Um, it says number three, everything being cropped, and that's in all caps. Oh my fucking god! Okay, yeah. <laughs> can I can I go on a tangent, sir? Yeah, go go. You go right on ahead. I see the struck accord with you. Okay, we're in twenty twenty four. I get it. These modern day twelve year olds look like they're fucking twenty, but you know what? Pedophiles are still pedophiles, and twelve year olds should look like twelve year olds and not twenty year olds. Stop making everything in a fucking crop because I don't want my midsection showing. I don't want my belly showing. I'm 30 years old. I don't need to have my fucking belly showing anymore. And quite frankly, for all these girls out here with great bodies, you do what you do. But get it in a place where you know you can look whorish, trashy, very sexy, very promiscuous. And it really just depends on the mood. Because sometimes when I go out, I'm like, I'm trying to look like a hoe. And I mean all of these words in the most nicest way. There are majority of the time, though, I want my midriff covered. I want my midsection covered. I hate buying things. And then it says cropped, cropped, cropped. You know what I don't <laughs> want cropped? My fucking shirts. Because shirts are like $30 now. It's yes. expensive. Oh, God, you they mean are. to tell me I'm buying a shirt for $32.99 just for it to cover my boobs? No, no. You're, not, you're not even getting the whole shirt. Exactly. If it's cropped, it should be half the fucking price. Stop with the fucking crops. It was a cute era. We're in 2024 now. 
let's get clothes that fit us regularly, that can still make us look confident and cute and sexy and whorish and slutty and sexy and independent or whatever the fuck. Like, just just give us more options. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want cropped. Okay. Tangent over. Right, right. Snap it up, snap it up. I, I, I tried to find a snapping sound effect one time. I just could not, I could not for the life of me come across one. So snap, 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 snap. Uh, every to everything she just said i don't understand but i can sense the frustration and i can empathize with you <laughs> uh moving right along we've got number four uh we've kind of already touched a lot touched upon this but uh i'll go over it again it says pumping in more and more advertisements into everything even premium or paid monthly subscriptions and streaming sports are taking longer and longer due to more ads which is very true the NFL, mm -hmm. the NFL is the biggest um, offender of this. It's hard to imagine most ads are even effective at all. How many people have bought an item or service base based on advertising? If anything, it makes me more likely not to buy it, especially if the ad is particularly annoying or way overplayed. That's very true. Also, ad agencies used to put much more effort into ads slash commercials commercials were never a good thing but some used to be slightly funny or entertaining at the least uh, everyone will always remember who is this jake from state farm really jake from state farm what mm -hmm. are you wearing like that was an iconic commercial yeah that kind of yeah state farm probably mm -hmm. do i have state farm yes was that a decision informed by the commercial probably but then they added, what's the name? The Patrick Mahomes guy? Yeah. They're not funny. It was like a real, real, real reach. And it just, it didn't make its mark at all. Yeah. Uh, athletes being in commercials really doesn't hit like it used to. Um, especially a lot of uh, these athletes have the acting chop of a fucking broom. And I I think, yeah, like you said, the, the Jake from State Farm, that kind of started the trend. I want to say those those to me are still kind of okay ish because they're still kind of they're still pretty tongue in cheek and some of them are still pretty funny. But yeah, when mm -hmm. you start throwing athletes in there, like Steph Curry has the subway commercial and all that stuff, I'm like, ah, okay. And then car ads got weird for a while. Uh, like there was, I forgot which one it was, but there was one with like a with like gerbils driving a car with like a rap song playing in the background and they played during movies. Before. That was the Kia, Kia, the Kia yes, commercial. Yes, and I every time I saw it, I always went, "Why is this ad so weird?" And the only explanation anyone ever gave to me was, "Oh, well, you'll remember the ad." Yeah, I'll remember it for being weird, not and it. This ad doesn't make me want to buy a fucking Kia. No. If you all. want me to buy your car, tell me the features of the freaking car. Ugh, and boy. a funky rap song. But yeah, ads being pumped into everything, even things that we paid for, and and even games are uh very guilty of this now. Games yep. where games where we pay sixty or I guess even seventy dollars now, uh you know it's like you're not even getting the full game uh experience at that point. Or if you are getting a full experience, they try to peddle you all the some some studios will peddle like oh unlock everything faster with this with this two dollar uh unlock or unlo mm -hmm. get rid of all the icons with this thing and uh like it's 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 i'm not talking about free-to-play games free-to-play games have to make their money back somehow i'm not talking about those obviously but yes the games where you pay your money and it's like the studio keeps peddling 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 things in your face to either make the game easier or make the game make some things slightly more streamlined and more convenient i fucking hate that well, even like the free-to-play games, you can't do anything without an ad. You make a fucking move to the left and you get an ad. Like, I play Sudoku on my phone a lot because I actually haven't really just looked into buying paper Sudoku, which I probably should. I will make a move and place a number and add. I have an ad. So it gets me so upset and then it's like, oh, watch this like three minute ad to go 30 minutes without an ad. So then I have to sit there and watch something for, well, I don't actually sit there and watch it for three minutes, but I let it play just so I can get 30 free and uninterrupted minutes of playing Sudoku. It's annoying. That's a mobile game. 
You were playing? Yep. Yeah, mobile games. Oh, don't even. Oh, don't even get me started on mobile games. <laughs> oh, those are the biggest offenders. Um, but yeah, we're gonna. Oh, just thinking about that moving right. Uh, that ah, sorry. Uh, makes me so fucking pissed. I can't even talk straight. Moving right along. Number five. Uh, five day work weeks. I personally fucking hate five day work weeks. <laughs> That's an I, American thing. Yeah, it really is. And I really and I really do wish that more companies would get on board with the four day work week. But of course, you know, this country is all about money and it's all about marketing and capitalism. Money, 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 time is money. Um if you're not What's making funny if you're not making me money, it... you're worthless. Is if any actual like economic economist, Eco- capitalist, economist, any yeah. of these people who actually gave a fuck about mass producing money or making hella money would realize if your employees are happy, they are going to produce more for you. Mm-hmm. And if they produce more for you, they will make you more money. You know how to do that? Four day work week. I would rather work four tens than five eights yeah exactly any day of the fucking week Mm -hmm. you know why because i'll have a three-day weekend and if that three-day weekend happens to be that i get my mondays off and i work tuesdays through fridays you best motherfucking believe i'll be coming there tuesday morning six o'clock in the morning seven o'clock or eight o'clock ready to fucking go because i had a restful weekend you know what i mean and it's like obviously we want like a livable wage but there's all these other factors that go into that as well but the Europeans got to write with this four-day work week and all their benefits that come with it. Like, psh, America, you're on the fucking bottom of the list. Get your shit together. Yeah, worker happiness in this country is pretty much at an all-time low, I would say. And it doesn't help yep. that, you know, service industry workers get treated like trash, even though they are the literal backbone of our country. Mm-hmm. Um. And not just even them, just people just have no decency and no respect for each other uh, whenever things go sideways and not in their favor. So uh, it's it's yeah, I agree, though, if 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 you really want people to be more productive and actually be happy to come to work. Yeah, give them the the four day work week. It's been proven time and time again that it it works it it works people are happier people are more willing to show up to work and get their work done um sure you work you may work a little you work a little longer during the week but you get a, you get the extra rest to offset that yep. so i don't know I, I i highly doubt this country will ever get its shit together um and if they do it won't be in this lifetime unfortunately nope uh number six uh the ridiculous cost of living uh, us being in California, we know this all too well. The cost of living. <laughs> I literally don't know what to say about this because there is just no logical excuse that living and just being alive is this expensive right now. The fact of the matter is, I was actually having a conversation with my parents about this yesterday. I started my new job today. And it came with quite a big of a salary raise, which I'm super happy for. So yes, I am making more money. But realistically, even with my new salary, I still cannot afford to live on my own. I still cannot afford to pay all my bills. I still cannot afford to buy a house or potentially save for a house even. Because realistically, so many of my fucking checks have so much taxes taken out that I'm basically making about the same amount of money that I would be making at like my retail jobs. My retail jobs took less taxes out than what my actual salary is being like my take home salary, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's insane that in this state, um, obviously the more money you make, like the more taxes you just get taxed to holy hell. Um, it's like you know working overtime it you, it's like not even worth it working any sort of overtime unless you're doing it consistently <laughs> um but yeah the the just the cost of living bills rent or a mortgage if you've got one um bills gas heating lighting not to mention gro- your grocery bill uh 
not to mention we going back to your subscription services if you got any of those uh if you game you know whatever games come out or whatever systems come out uh it's and then you look at your check by the end of everything and you know you've got you've got enough money for a ham sandwich and a mcgriddle remember uh i think it was environmental psychology where we we were talking about how people like people who are engaged in like social services like welfare for example how they kind of these systems and these programs are set up as like a harsh line where they're like if the cap is a hundred bucks as soon as you make a hundred and one dollars they cut you off but realistically let's say all of your bills were 90 bucks leaving you with only ten dollars from welfare that that one dollar more that you make doesn't even allow you to save up that eleven dollars because of the fact that you have things like subscriptions gas and things like that so these programs are really only accounting for um like lights water and food but like basic food um and like rent but if you have an Xbox in your home, you're considered, like, wealthy. If you have a smartphone, you're considered wealthy. If you have internet, like, Wi-Fi, you're considered wealthy. Cable. So, like, these other, like, they want you to live in just a 4 by 4 that you can have running water and lights and make, like, PB&Js type of thing. So these programs aren't really meant to help people find a way to save learn financial literacy and gain that financial stability because of its cutoff and we see that in programs like welfare food stamps um like even like for families that have uh, like free child care even so like people will refuse job raises or promotions or just pay raises because then it puts them over that threshold and then mm-hmm. they lose their services yep so it's like how are you supposed to expect people to to learn how to save, to build a budget, to build a buffer if you're cutting them off after this harsh line. Yeah. But again, another conversation for another day. It's just, it's fucking expensive out here. And shout out to everyone who's stressed out about this and like is really fucked up about this because I know so many people in my personal life that are like, Yesenia, like I want to die because it it's just, I can't make it. Like I don't think I can make living anymore. <laughs> Yeah, uh, going real quick back to the the programs thing you were talking about. Uh, I had a mm-hmm. I had a temp uh, guy who was working for us uh, a couple months back, and he said that he took this job with us for a little while because if he took another job that was like up the street for like maybe one or two dollars more, then it would have kicked him out of Section Eight. He would he wouldn't have been eligible for Section Eight housing, I guess which is where he was living. So he was like, yeah, I'll take this job because, like, fuck that, (laughs) you know? Fuck not having a house. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's fucking fucking gross. And, um, yeah, I've been... (laughs) I've I've been jokingly, but only, like, half-jokingly trying to tell the girlfriend, like, hey, uh, you know, we could could move to Nevada. We could move to Vegas. They don't have any income tax, and and the way of... The cost of living out there is is significantly easier out there than out here i know i know people in in vegas who make it very easy you know they have they they live uh you know um with rent uh in an apartment and they live Mm -hmm. very comfortably uh in their apartments or i know i know couples that that own houses i was like Mm -hmm. damn you know i was like fuck dude like just get a good paying, just giving you like a good paying job out there. That that goes way farther out there than it does out here. And just to give you folks a reminder, the reason why the United States created independence from England was because of the taxation without representation. And you know who has to experience that almost every single day? Many of us living in the United States, because we pay fucking taxes for everything. At least in California, we do. We pay taxes for roads that are fucking shit. We pay taxes on tolls that we do not fucking use. We pay taxes for fucking road work that has been going on for the past 10 years. 680, I'm also talking about you. <laughs> like, we pay taxes for literally everything, everything here in California. For what? Why do we need so many taxes? What the fuck are you doing with our money? Like, I... So there was, like, this whole boycott because of the whole Israel and uh, 
Palestinian slash Gaza war that's been going on. Actually, genocide. Let me be realistic. It's a genocide that's happening. And people on TikTok were talking about boycotting like taxes. And I'm like, can we fucking do that, please? Because the whole reason why we became an independent nation was because the taxes that England or Great Britain or whatever it's actually called, I'm like blanking out on it. Um, it was getting so much that like, you know, the settlements couldn't fucking pay these taxes. Guess what, America? You are now the new fucking iron fist that's just hammering down on your people. One day, hopefully soon, we will fucking go against it and be like, this is just not working for us anymore. Because in the Constitution, it does say that if the people are realizing that we are not being represented accurately, we have the power to create a government that does represent us accurately. And you know what 2024 is? Election year. Every election at that fact. So just remember that you can vote literally everyone and anyone in and out of office this year. President, congressmen, representatives, all up for grabs this year. That is my um, TED talk. I think we should move on to the next one before <laughs> I keep going. <laughs> uh, speaking of moving on, let's move on to number seven. Uh, number seven came out of, it, this one came out of, of, of left field. I didn't really understand this. Uh, until I thought about it even just a little bit more and I kind of understood, but I still kind of don't get it. Number seven is bed bugs. Bed bugs? That's an interesting one. Um, I have a very funny, interesting story to tell y'all. Have you ever experienced bed bugs? And for my users who say yes, you feel my sympathy and empathy and also frustration when it comes to this because I've unfortunately have experienced bed bugs in my lifetime. They're pests. They're annoying. And once you get them in, they literally never leave. Um, I don't know if anyone's like seen like the Oceans movies. That's probably like the best accurate representation of what it feels like to have bed bugs in your environment. Um, which, but I don't even remember which Oceans movie that was. Um, but nonetheless, they are trash, and it really just comes to like cleanliness. Um, I'm someone who's very type A when it comes to cleanliness. So it's like, I like to wash my blankets once a week. I like dust, not dust them out, but like I grab the blankets and like shake them out. I'm constantly cleaning my room, constantly sanitizing. Even when I go on vacation and I come back, you just like never know what you pick up, right? Like not even talking about bed bugs, just like mm -hmm. bugs in general. Um, I think that just kind of goes with like talking about we should be more cleanly cleanlier is that a word i don't know in 2024 cleaner. cleaner there it is um unfortunately like if you're staying at a hotel this happened to a friend of mine in high school uh she stayed at a hotel and they had bed bugs um in the hotel Ooh. so it's kind of like out of her control um nonetheless you got to burn the whole place down honestly <laughs> i mean yeah at that point because like, yeah bed bugs are extremely hard to get rid of you have to like heat treat everything and you have to quarantine you them fumigate yep yeah, it's, it's the whole nine. Um, I don't know if you've ever had experiences with bed bugs, DeAndre. I have no experience with bed bugs at all. I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever even seen a bed bug. Honestly, yeah, I, I, I do check. You know, as ever since uh, it was, I it was, you know, brought upon me that you know hotels could have uh bed bugs and everything i do check for bed bugs and everything fortunately i've never had to uh experience them uh there is a podcast that i listen to where one of the members uh has had bed bugs um as recently as last year <laughs> and it's to the point now where he has a uh he has like a segregated studio where they where they uh do their show and everything and he has a bed bug counter <laughs> above above his uh above his head you know like oh it's been like like one of those uh x amount of days without incident type mm -hmm. things it's one it's one of those and i think he's up to like 60 something days now without seeing a bed bug which and, and they said if he gets to 90 which i think is the 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 magic number you have to hit with bed bugs before they start dying and everything um he gets to come back into the studio and everything. I just find that hilarious. But yeah, bed bugs are like no joke. And I remember when a few months ago, it was what Paris or like all of France or whatever was riddled with bed bugs like everywhere, even on like Wait, subway. What? Yeah, you don't. Oh, you don't remember that? No. Oh yeah, it was like it was crazy. 
it was Ew. yeah yeah they were like being ravaged and then, of course i don't know whatever happened with all that but yeah they were if we have any uh listeners who live in uh france or know about this just in general please let us know at our we actually should get an email that's really what we should do that's gonna be my my uh, little project for the week getting an email for y'all to respond and comment and send us stuff too but anyway um yeah if anybody really knows about that stuff please message us at underscore softboiled on instagram because i would love to know more about that uh bad bugs no yeah fuck those um number eight this one of course i think everyone can relate to uh social media challenges to break the law or hurt people I think social media challenges in general. Yeah, I was just going to say that because I personally, I am not a fan of the whole social media challenges unless you're not hurting anyone. Like if you're just doing a dance or doing a thing in your house, fine. So be it. Go for it. But if you're going out in public and realistically, you're not it's not a challenge if you're just doing something to just bother people. Uh, It's not a challenge to go to the the frozen section and lick ice cream it's not a challenge to take two gallons of milk and throw them on the ground and pretend to slip and fall those aren't challenges you're just making people's jobs harder and you're just being a nuisance and an inconvenience there was this like video that went viral recently where there's like this youtuber i think i think he's a youtuber he might be a tiktoker or both but he was going around and just like really fucking with people and i think he was like he was going up to this dude and the guy was like leave me alone and then was like dude stop and then the the youtuber like wouldn't leave him alone so the guy he was bugging like shot him in the stomach oh Ow. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Fuck. Let me let me look that up. But, but that, that was... sounds like almost every every single one of those those types of videos, those types of things where and and, and it's always like, oh, it's just a prank, bro. It's just a prank. Well, it's it's not a prank if you're just going around bugging people. Ah, uh, like... video of prank YouTuber Tanner Cook shot in the mall release. So yeah, Tanner Cook, I guess his name is. I don't want to give him too much fame for this because honestly, like. Your whole platform is to fuck around with people. You literally never know what the fuck is going on with people's lives. You have no idea what people are going through on a day-to-day basis. This person told you to fucking stop multiple times. Call me cold. Call me a bitch. I personally thought he deserved getting shot. For me, that was self-defense. And he's lucky he fucking lived. Because had that dude... I feel like the, the guy who shot him had enough common sense to be like... I'm not going to kill this man because he's fucking bothering me. But he was like, leave me the fuck alone multiple times. Is it a little extreme? Yeah, but also he shot him in the stomach. He could have shot him in the head. So, like, you're doing that shit for clout. Yeah, um, just leave people alone, for the love of God. The, do you remember, what is it called? Uh, I think it was, was it during COVID, before COVID? The ice bucket challenge? Oh, that was way before COVID. Yeah, that was like 2016, I think. Oh, fuck. My sense of time is off. That one will always be funny to me because everyone who did the ice bucket challenge basically said, I refuse to give money to charity, so I'm going to dump ice on me. (laughs) Because that was what it was. Donate to charity or dump a bucket of ice on you or whatever. And I'm like, damn, like y'all can't even fucking donate a dollar. But at the same time, like people were getting hypothermia and then they were developing pneumonia. I'm like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, all that shit's so fucking stupid. And I feel like most people that did that challenge didn't even know what it was for. They just saw it. They just saw it trending and were like, oh, I'm going to do this. They didn't even know what ALS was or what the money or they that they were even supposed to donate to a charity if they didn't do it, you know? Exactly. But of course, it just goes to show everyone wants to have their 15 seconds and go viral for something. Uh, number nine, uh, people who use their speakers and their phone speakers in public. I think this one is pretty, um, universally, we can all agree that this is just the most annoying type of person ever. 
especially when you're in a, a a public place or a public setting where no one it's all collectively agreed upon where if we all just don't bother each other we can all get through this horrible experience together like riding a a, a public bus or taking any sort of public transportation uh if you're on a plane you know things like that where if you're just using your phone speaker for really anything it's just you you are looked upon as like that guy or that person mm -hmm. um i feel like mexicans are really guilty of doing this and i'll speak for my kind of my kind only i know several of my family members who do this shit and i will go to their phone and hang up the conversation on purpose to be an ass because i'm like dude i don't need to hear what the fuck you're talking about or they like yell i think that's a i don't know if that's other cultures but like Mexican men be like yelling on the phone. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I uh, I can't I can't speak to the Mexican perspective, but yeah, I have seen where um, people are just having full on conversations on their phone, just huh, yeah, 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 oh man, yeah, boy, when I tell you, know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, shut the fuck. I had to turn my music up louder in my earbuds, so like, but then they still creep up. Every now and again, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, just, this is the worst thing ever. Once uh, I was with the doctor and some guy was on the phone and the receptionist was like, sir, you can't be on your phone in here. And he got loud with her. And it was so funny because she did not put up with it. She just called security and they just ex ex esc wow, Yusenia, escorted him out the building and they just canceled his appointment. She's like, nope, I'm not dealing with that. And there was no need for him to be talking on the phone. As they should. Good job. Uh, number 10, and I wholeheartedly agree with this. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, celebrity worship. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, the the Swifties. Yeah, y'all need to y'all need to calm it down. The beehive, y'all need to calm it down. <laughs> Like, I get it. You like their music and everything, but these people are not gods. They are not idols. Well, I guess they're idols in a, in a sense, but it it doesn't need to get taken to the next level. Especially when they be supporting genocide. Just saying. Yeah, like there are there's just so many things wrong with celebrity worship. And of course, that goes not just for music artists, but uh, even under this, it says athletes included uh actors actresses um just yeah any 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 form of celebrity and, and nowadays it's it's youtubers and tiktokers they've yep. got their own platforms they've got their own cult like followings like the andrew tates of the world oh um, my god the andrew tates of the world can literally go fucking die yeah it's i have a friend who is an andrew tate follower oh no and it's yes i had to stop being friends with him because i'm like this just said everything that I need to know about you. And yes, it's saying a lot. I do not fuck with people who fuck with Andrew Tate. And people are like, oh, yes, you're taking it too far. No, because if that's your value and that's someone you value and you share similar values, you, we do not share similar values. And how you treat me as a person will change. I just have to do the thing that's going to invoke you to change the way you respect or lack thereof me. Mm -hmm. Nope. Uh, even uh i was gonna say like um uh, in addition to all of that what is it called we were just talking about at the beginning sports players mm -hmm. that's another one uh number 11 gender reveal parties where they start forest <laughs> fires just to announce their unborn child's gender seriously just send an announcement text to everybody I, again, wholeheartedly agree with that. Uh, gender reveal parties absolutely need to be stopped. Not just because they cause forest fires or they cause full-on planes to crash and uh, cause death subsequently, but they're just so not necessary. They really are not. Like, what is wrong with just sending a text? There are only two people on this planet that care about your baby's gender, and that is the mom and the dad and in some cases just the mom because the dad isn't present so really the amount of people that care about this baby's gender you can count on one hand you do not need to have a whole party reveal 
for your baby's gender, it does not need to be all that. And if you do have a gender reveal party, like, just make it something that is intimate between you and your family. Like, I thought about it just because, like, I really would like a boy first, you know? Um, and based off my karmic universe or universic, universal karmic. Anyways, based on my karma, I probably will end up with the girl first. However, I want to be able to celebrate that with my family. But by, like, cutting a piece of fucking cake or maybe, like, popping a balloon, you know what I mean? But realistically, like, I we don't need the extravagance. Make a cute little announcement. Download or subscribe to Canva. Make a cute little announcement and post that. Like, don't go extra for these things anymore. <laughs> like... It's cute. We're happy for you. Just stop setting fires and fucking crashing airplanes, please. Yeah, just stop causing bodily harm to you and the people around you. Please and thank you. Uh, number 12, layoffs while CEOs get paid 300 times the average employee and still get a raise five times the percentage of the average employee as well. Yeah, that is... Uh... Anytime I see a company that's that says, yeah, we've made the most money we've ever made ever. This is great. We're also going to lay off 20% of our workforce. Congratulations, everyone. You did it. That's just, it's the worst thing mm -hmm. ever, I swear. And it, I've seen it happen a lot last year in the gaming uh, industry. I, I couldn't name uh there's it happened so much i couldn't even name a studio off the top of my head that it happened to but i've seen it so much um and i think it maybe the biggest um offender of this would probably be activision blizzard i think activision was one of those companies that made so much money last year uh and their ceo is known to be just an absolute pos but he's not there anymore uh that but the the ceo is one of the wealthiest CEOs, I think, in like the entire world, not just in the gaming space. And he made the most money, I think, ever. Uh, and he laid off like 12% of his staff while making so much fucking money. And it is just evil and vile. And I don't I don't understand yeah. how that even happens. You know, it's. It's really something, and I think it's really telling when your CEO is making these billions and dollars and your employees are barely making it to rent day. Um, those are not companies we should be endorsing. Those are not companies we should be working for. Those are not companies we should be investing in or literally anything in. Um, <laughs> I keep kind of going back to this like political reference, but it's pretty accurate. We already saw with Starbucks and them losing $12 billion. If you are someone who went out and bought the new Starbucks Valentine's Day edition of the Stanley Cup, you were also part of the problem because oh, Starbucks knew. Yeah, Starbucks knew they lost all this money. But you know who was gaining hella money? Stanley Cups because your basic bitch was out here buying a Stanley Cup. So they can be out and about with a cute little cup pretending they drink all this water. Um, So... Of course, they're losing all this money because their union came out in support of Gaza and the Palestinian people and, you know, really wanting to denounce the genocide. And Starbucks was like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. I don't know if Starbucks actually ever came out with a statement or like kind of siding with the side. But the fact that they didn't support their union was the side, right? Um, so for me, it's just kind of like you're not supporting your employees. They do have a lot of good benefits. Don't get me wrong. Like I know I have like four or five friends that finished college for free because they worked at Starbucks, which is great. However, if that's like the bare minimum and you're not doing anything to kind of improve their lives, to give them more opportunity to stand on the right side of social justice or just let your employees stand on whatever side they are choosing, that says a lot about you as a company. Um... So because of this genocide and just for many other like more of my own spending habits, especially because that's a goal that I wanted to accomplish this year was to save more money. I've actually been looking into like what companies I normally buy from and who they're endorsing, like presidential candidates, political parties, like, you know, charities, things like that. Just because I'm like, if I'm going to be giving my hard earned money to these companies, 
the least I want them to do is give my money to people that are going to help my overall like career agenda which for me is social equity because I'm a social worker duh um but you know like realistically like I want to be able to say I was purchasing smartly from companies that actually valued the work that I do because not a lot of companies do let alone you know like political candidates um so the least I can do is make sure I'm like spending my money wisely yeah better to spend your money with companies uh, that more so align with your views, your worldview. DeAndre, you need to go on a rant because I feel like I've been ranting this whole night. No, I like I like when you rant. It gets me all titillated. <laughs> uh, but I might go on a rant on this actually. Tipping culture is number thirteen. <laughs> Look, if you can't afford to pay your staff a living wage, you shouldn't be in business. Uh, that's that's my rant right there. Like we just, just plain and had, simple. We had a whole episode about this on the Simmering with the Ramen Raiders podcast. We had a whole conversation about tipping culture. We have had some of our Ramen Raider members work and or worked in places that offer uh, for you to li- leave a tip. Again, tipping was made to go for like be of and beyond service. I'm sorry, but if you are just serving me my soft, if you were just ringing me up for my soft serve yogurt, why am I going to tip you? I had to do it myself. I had to put on my own toppings, but I'm supposed to tip you? What? What is that about? Like, we have to tip you because you turned the iPad around? Yeah. Yeah. And sorry, not sorry. Um, Yeah. And realistically, that's just a capitalist thing. I'm sorry. It really is. I, no, I I don't ever tip at all anymore. Um, like you said, it's not my job to make sure that you have a livable wage. It's your employer's job. Unless you're going above and beyond service, I will tip. And that's because I'm like, wow, I was so impressed. This person deserves everything. But that's very uh, far and few in between nowadays with service workers, unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. It's gotten so out of hand now. Um, Number 14, strong opinions on things we are too lazy to research. Uh, I Uh, don't really have too much experience with this. I tried. I really only have strong opinions about things that I know for a fact I am pretty knowledgeable about. Yeah, this one, when I read it, it didn't make too much sense to me, but it sounded like, um, well, you don't have TikTok, but you have Instagram. I don't know if you've ever seen like a a post on Instagram or like a video on Instagram, and then there's like hella people just talking random shit in the comments, and it's like, they didn't even read the caption. Like, I always think of like, per- not prank videos per se, but it's like, it's clearly a skit. And it's clearly a joke, but then people in the comments are just taking it way too fucking seriously. And it's like, did you read the caption? Did you watch the full video? But they're just talking out their ass. That's kind of how I took this as well. Um, Just because like you you were saying, I don't... The things that I stand on, I'm a stand on it. And if someone calls me out or corrects me, I welcome that because I do welcome learning more. Um, But someone that's just out here trying to like be a like argue with me based off opinion like i'm not about that like i'm I'm only here for learning purposes not just because you want to fight with me um and the same thing goes for the other thing that i was saying like i'm not going to comment on a video or talk on a video or make a post about another post because i didn't like the way this video made me feel like this generation's coming too soft like everything's politically incorrect now everyone gets fucking offended super easily like, girl the fuck up, please. Can we go back to 2008 where we can say funny things and be kind of racist towards one another and it was a joke? Uh. Yeah, it's just, it's gotten out of hand with the, the whole PC culture now. Everyone has to be included, which I'm all for people being included. But at the same time, people need to get made fun of. Yeah. Um, Number 15, and this is the final one. Uh, Back to the office corporate nonsense. Yep. 
Uh, I think what was happening is like COVID made people work from home. And so people realized they could do their jobs from home. But then the corporate America is like, no, you need to go into the office because you're comfortable at home and we can't have you comfortable. Wee. Yeah, it's pretty crazy how COVID kind of revealed a lot of things that are kind of wrong with corporate America. Like, yeah, a lot of this stuff can be done from home. Uh, mm-hmm. and, but then, of course, like you said, they're like, nah, it's been two years. Y'all need to everyone needs to come back now. And if you're not um back in the office then you have so much of this tracking software um in your computer now that tracks how long you've been logged into your session and it can track your key logs and uh it can your your administrator can see what screen you're on if you're actually working or not if you're typing uh if you're getting your daily tasks done you know there's just so much uh, and, I, and I'm sure that stuff's always been there. I, 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 I've never worked from home. I don't know what goes on with that kind of stuff. I'm sure that stuff's always been there. But in the advent, with the advent of technology being what it is now, I'm sure it's even like 10 times what it used to be before, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if I'm working from home, as long as my shit's getting done, I wish a motherfucker would. Yeah, like, leave me the fuck alone. If I want to get six hours worth of work done in three and still get paid for my full shift. Hey, more power to me, right? I remember during COVID, I would have these meetings at the end of the day, and they were like team meetings, and we just kind of like recapped uh, the day, new kids that were coming into the program, things like that. But I had this supervisor who would be like, I'm going to go take my dog for a walk, or oh, I'm going to go do my laundry. Like she would just be off camera doing shit, or like be late to groups with patients and clients and it would be like the dumbest fucking reasons my internet was out or like i had to go walk my dog or my dog's paw started hurting so i had to carry her it's like why are you doing these fucking things during the workday when you have to be in certain places but this one time i was doing laundry and i was folding it so i was on time to the meeting during the break i went to go get my clothes from the dryer And I just turned my camera off, but I was on or off of mute so I can still participate. I just didn't want people seeing me folding my underwears and my bras, you know, but I was out. And she had the audacity to message me privately on Zoom to tell me that I needed to turn my camera on. And I was like, oh, I'm folding my laundry. She's like, well, can you do that after work? I literally, instead of even just like responding to her on chat, I was like, damn, I was about to name drop her. But I was like, so-and-so. You literally will walk your dog in the middle of the workday when you're supposed to be in groups and then switch the schedule so someone can cover for you because you're not doing your job. So now that my job is done, I'm going to be off camera folding my laundry. And if you have an issue with that, then I'll log off and you can dock my pay. And she looked mortified. But I was like, you're not going to sit here and get away with doing all of the shit that you're supposed to be doing as my manager and supervisor, but you don't do. And then get mad because I did all of my work and now I want to focus on doing my laundry because I'm in a meeting and I want to fold my laundry, which I can do and choose to be off camera so no one sees what color underwear I'm folding. Sheesh. (sighs) Sorry you had to go through that. It's all good. She was racist anyway. Oh, well, fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch and fuck this list uh, entirely. It can go fuck itself right up its own asshole. Please, (laughs) folks, if you're listening, let's leave all of these things that we just discussed in 2023. Um, None of these these need to be making its way into 2024 at all. These are all old, archaic. Uh, We need to be moving forward as a species. And these things are really only setting us back back in so many different levels and you know if you are noticing you are guilty of engaging in some of these behaviors there's no good time like the present to try to change things yes we were being harsh we do have some pretty strong opinions about these things and you know i don't think there's ever a wrong time to start like self-improvement i don't think there's ever a wrong time to really reflect on the choices that we make and really ask ourselves why we engage in these behaviors so it's the start of a new year 
see what you worshiping Taylor Swift is really all about. <laughs> yeah, the only people you should be worshiping are DeAndre and Yesenia on the good old soft boil podcast. <laughs> I'm your Jesus now. Now we can marry. <laughs> we kid. We like to have fun around here. But uh, if you've made it this far, thank you again for listening. Uh, we appreciate all of your listening ears and your listening eyes. We much appreciate it as always. We'll be back next Friday with another uh, great episode. Uh, if you like this, uh, give us some feedback over on the socials. That is uh, underscore underscore soft boiled. Boil. I, I thank you. Yes, I underscore soft boiled. I knew that uh, didn't need any help from anyone else. Thank you. Uh, Yesenia uh, can be found at IG Instagram yes and yuz that is yes with a y-u-h-s I am uh, also on Instagram at yellow underscore boots and the number one and again that is underscore soft boiled on Instagram (laughs) you good? yeah yeah yeah, we're good we're good Uh, we appreciate you guys we'll see you all next week Uh, stay safe uh stay warm it's getting a little chilly out there uh we hope to see you back here next time bye-bye bye-bye